Hello, everybody out there in podcast land. Welcome to another episode of Stuff Our Dad Can't Have, a podcast of two sisters doing what we do best, chatting up with each other, talking about food, and my favorite, the history of food, giving all the sarcasm we can, and teasing dear old dad with what he cannot have. Today's episode is called Sitting at the Dock of the Bay. Okay. What are you thinking? I'm thinking whatever it is, I'm allergic to it. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> you were never more right. <laughs> Not something I can partake of, but you go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so to start off, randomish, Amber. Amber, ugh. what are you mad at today? Um, I don't think I'm mad at anything today. Nice. I am tired and I started to fall asleep on this here couch as I enjoy my one day out. You know what? Let's talk about that. What am I mad <laughs> at? Um, I do not know how to respond to people whose ancestors were not slaves when they say happy drinking. I do not know mm. how to respond to that. Um, very nice person um, that I work with on like Thursday or Friday told me happy Juneteenth. Mind you, I just told that person to have a, a good long weekend. Enjoy your holiday weekend is is about as generic as I can get for people whom I'm fairly certain from what I see and know of them that their ancestors were not enslaved Africans here in these United States. Not to say that their their family wasn't enslaved somewhere, mm-hmm. that they weren't slaves to some some kingdom or or government or whatever, but I'm just saying you were not of uh, your your ancestors were not in um African enslaved people taken from their home and moved here. So when I think about the holiday of Juneteenth, um, you know, like it, a black person, I'm sorry, yeah, I, I feel okay. A black person telling me Happy Juneteenth, Happy Emancipation Day. Happy day that the slaves in Galveston, Texas, finally learned that they were in fact free, even if this country had not set up a system or a, um, a, a, a anything <laughs> to ensure their freedom beyond this piece of paper and, and the winning of the Civil War, which slavery was not the freedom of slaves or enslaved people was not the primary goal of the civil war we just have to understand that it was just not taking slavery beyond the existing territory so um when someone whom i assume from their look to be very fair because i could be wrong does not have family or is not the ancestor of um enslaved africans i struggle with what receiving happy juneteenth from them even though i am certain they genuinely mean congratulations you you are free it's something about hearing it that just triggers me a little bit and I'm kind of like how nice that you may not need a holiday to celebrate the fact that you your ancestors now know they're free and we know that we 
at least on our mom's side, are descendants of a slave from yes. Anderson County, South Carolina. We know that for certain. We can go back to Lucy um, regular in Anderson County, South Carolina. So if anyone ever tried to debate the, <laughs> the grandchildren of Lily Moore and whether or not reparations are owed to us, we could say yes. And let but me tell I, you I how. <laughs> but I, like that part, you know, it's that. interesting. This morning I was, as I woke up and I was just looking around like, oh, today's Juneteenth. And I was just like, what is the greeting? Is there a greeting? Is that appropriate? People or say happy just... Juneteenth. Like you remember yeah. growing up, we would go to like Juneteenth, um, the family, the Richmond family cookout or family yes. reunion that would happen around Juneteenth at Chamorro mm-hmm. Park. And in our culture, we would say happy Juneteenth, but I think it hit differently black person a black person or um descendant of enslaved africans to descendant of enslaved african compared to descendant of enslaved african to a non-enslaved african descendant yes and i think that's what i was this morning it was more of this is now more commonplace i'm seeing it everywhere and i'm Mm -hmm. just sitting here like sitting it sitting with it i'm like this is uncomfortable isn't it it's like this is like so it now used to we're... be an us thing and now it's a y'all right. thing and it's weird I and yeah to yeah. have to explain it and it's like every time there's a something the, the great that happens there's always that back part that people have to think about like wait but now what does it mean mm-hmm. and I've just been sitting like mm, yeah yeah, I'm still sitting with that one. It's like, it's uncomfortable. It's a day off, but for Sh- for Shane, it's a floating holiday. So it's not like, it's, it, I was just like, I don't, like this year it just kind of hit. I think last year it was like, oh, kind of new. You know, now last it's just year like, mm. for me too. Was like, the mm. first year sucked <laughs> because we were working because Juneteenth was on a Friday and we had to go to work and I never got holiday pay. So I didn't Mm -hmm. really sit right with me that here I am, the first federal Juneteenth holiday, and me and the non-white person that works for me, because he's a Black guy, we're both at work, hustling, hustling. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it was not lost on us, the, the weirdness of that. So, yeah. But yeah, happy Juneteenth. Uh, see when i say it to you it's perfectly fine it doesn't feel weird (laughs) since we were kids you know mom took us to juneteenth stuff as little little kiddos so we've been hearing it knowing about it for forever but yeah it's yeah i guess it's just it's it's something that takes time and adjustments and yeah i get that what I mean, am I, I mad at? Happy MLK Day. Yeah. Even though some places they celebrated as um, was they they call it Jackson King, and there's one other name on there. Yeah, and no, day. and I'm just kind of like, nah, no, I'm not celebrating a a Confederate general who wanted nothing more than my great-great-great-grandma to remain enslaved to probably his cousin twice removed that somebody in his family married. Like, no, 
No. no. Not celebrating him. And I'm glad his statue is gone from the city of Richmond. Isn't it Lee, Jack- Lee Jackson King Day? Lee Jackson King. That's it. Lee Jackson King. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. No. 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 <laughs> no. No, thank you. See, I didn't think I was mad, but now go on. <laughs> no, you're mad. You did uh, it. <laughs> your fault. Well, when I when I did the research for this episode, it, it did not expect for it to fall on Juneteenth. So there's also that. Now I'm nervous. <laughs> no, I think after I think that's my only question. That was like, eh, let's be mad about stuff. So no. then what you mad about? I am not. I am slightly mad that I have to log into work tomorrow to um, work on the failure list. Ooh. but you don't have to physically be present I don't have to physically be present I just have what? to log in what? and the frustration isn't at the school I think it's at the system where this is the first school system where counselors leave the same day as teachers usually from my experience um years ago I would stay a week and then come back a week early so I had time to do stuff like this but now you're telling me that I get to go home on Thursday. I'm expecting to go home on Thursday. But now you're telling me, oh, no, I need you to come in on Friday. Oh, and you got to log back in on Tuesday. No, no, no. My last day is Thursday. Right. I don't volunteer. <laughs> I, I don't volunteer tribute. Like, no, I, I did my checkout paperwork. I'm done. Like, don't tell me when my last day is and then think I'm coming back. No. <laughs> so I ended up going and back without on pay. Friday without pay. And I went back on Friday because I was like, well, technically it's a teacher work day. So it's not, you know, we're not making you do something you don't, you don't have to. I'm like, but it's an optional teacher work day. But okay, I'm going to roll in at eight. I'm going to leave at 10. Didn't leave at 10, left at 12 because I ended up helping someone else. And then just, you know, but I tell myself, just screw it and don't do it. But I'm like, but then when I come back August 7th, it's going to be like, I should have just took the L and did it now I got to do all this extra work when I could have just did two hours of work over the summer. Like you got to think right. things through. <laughs> so that's what I'm mad about. I'm You're just not mad letting at... current you uh, mess up future you or however yes. you used to describe it. I can't set up future Ashley, you know, I need to set her up for success. So I'm going to cry about having to log in for two whole hours. <laughs> it's like, sweetheart, mm. it's not the end of the world. <laughs> you got to let that go. Hashtag first world problems. Right. <laughs> so that's where I am. It's like you're crying over non-spilt milk at this point. You're only helping right, yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you're only helping yourself out. So that's where I am. All right. You ready for our favorite segment? Yeah, ready for your favorite segment. It's time. What you don't like this segment as much as it's I do? It's just that it's literally your favorite segment. <laughs> Randomish is mine. I got it. Okay. Well, my favorite segment. Sign the cosplay like a person who's got her shit together. Amber, how did you attempt to adult this week? So, um, I cut the grass. Yay! And I think we talked about this previously, but I did a much better job of cutting the grass this time. Mm. Like, quite proud of myself. I, the battery died on the weed whacker or weed eater, whatever you want to call it. So I didn't get to get the perimeter, but I did do a much better job of cutting the grass. And um, 
And because it is the Juneteenth holiday, I am not outside working on the rest of that perimeter. Nope. You are taking the day off? I'm taking the day off from working in the very hot yard. But that didn't stop me from going to Lowe's to get some new downspout extenders because that's the thing. Um, <laughs> you want to keep water away from your foundation. That's true. These are these are things that I cared about not <laughs> at all. Didn't care about, because that's what the HOA was for. Living in a condo, who who cares who is I don't care. That is literally why I pay two hundred and some odd dollars a month. I pay you all to be worried about these types of things. So I need not be worried about it. Can't can't be bothered. Could not get me to lose sleep over that. <laughs> but now, now I lose sleep over it. But luckily, there's only sense. four of them. And it looks like once you hook them up, they last for a while. But the problem was they're so ugly. And so I got some that like you can kind of like hide if you put mulch down. But here's hmm. the thing. I was like, yo, I should just make a bed near one of them so I can hide it. And I was like, Amber, how are you going to make a bed and you don't own a shovel? Oh, okay. You ain't got but a it, shovel. But you going to get one though. I could go get one. I, I probably mean, it's, it's, a, it's a future possibility. It's not like it's something that's difficult to get. So when you decide that you're ready. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, then I got to like dig up this dirt and <laughs> make the bed. But I do not like cutting grass near, like, you know, on one side of your house, you have all your services kind of running mm-hmm. into the house. You don't really want to accidentally cut a wire over there with your weed whacker. So I'm just kind of like, yo, We'll just put a bed on that side and mm-hmm. we ain't got to worry about it no more. But that's going to be like a 10 foot long bed. And you don't have no shovel. But you have a father who can be bribed with pizza. Can he? Because I've been here now. We, we've been in here for <laughs> over a month and I ain't been here since we moved in. Mm. So are you sure about that? And he's the that's- one decorating the two children's rooms. Well, so yeah, you do have to get him down there first. That is part of, that's like 75% of the problem. (laughs) And the husband asked him to come down to install the child lock gate on the stairs so that the time human isn't going up the stairs and the four-legged dog isn't going up the stairs. Well, so the tiny human doesn't fall down the stairs, but the four-legged dog doesn't go up the stairs. So I'm just trying to figure out when he's going to come do that one thing. At this point, I'm going to have to call somebody else to come over here and install it for me because it requires you to drill and stuff. And it's not like a lack of ability to drill. It's a lack of desire to. <laughs> so, yeah, no complaints about that. Yeah, adulting is recognizing that I don't want to do it, so I ain't going to do it. And um, cutting the yard, but also filling today hard just you know after we start after we're done talking I promise you I'm gonna take a nap I have been taking some pretty epic naps since Friday like I mean amazing it's crazy how did I adult um honestly I noticed that my posture has gotten pretty horrible (laughs) 
over the years. So I bought this, um, it's called the upright go where it just literally just monitors your posture and then just does a vibrating noise when you need to like straighten up and sit up. So my plan is to, I'm setting it up today so that I can start wearing it tomorrow so I can work on my posture for the next six weeks. And I feel like that's only going to help me in the future. (laughs) So that's my adulting, taking care of myself. (laughs) That's important. And you know, proper proper posture is a it's important important. so that's my plan work on this here posture and then so all summer long which (laughs) i thought i wouldn't get started on but i have honestly been doing it like in between naps or when i'm just like "Hmm, i should go set this up and i go do it i'm like man apparently i'm committed to this plan all right i love that Now, apparently, I'm committed to this plan. Apparently, I am, because I could get sit on the couch and just sit there all day and not move, but I've been telling myself that's not what I want to do. I want to be able to I do stuff. Do I can. So whenever I think about an idea, I just get up and do it now, which means I'm doing like five different things that, you know, throughout the day, but I'm doing stuff. I'll take it as a win. <laughs> a win is a win. It's a win. Oh, and my glasses broke. Oh, my old glasses. The disrespect. I need to make a doctor's. I need to make an eye appointment. But adulting is keeping your old glasses nearby so you can have. (laughs) Just in case. All right. You ready for today's? Ready, Freddy. All right. So, sources for today's episode come from Wikipedia and the Baltimore Sun. There was an article written by Christina Tkaksik. T-K-A-C-I-K from August 13th, 2018. So today we're going to talk about the Baltimore native Old Bay seasoning. Uh Uh (laughs) I can have Old Bay. I'm not allergic to that. I was thinking more about what goes on the Old Bay. Oh, (laughs) with the Old Bay going on? Yeah, I was thinking that, not the Old Bay itself. Okay. Because you know they have crab chips. They do. Mm, yes, they do. I can have imitation <laughs> crab, which is basically fish. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. Old Bay. Now I'm Old curious Bay. how you got here. How did we get to Old Bay? I honestly don't remember how I got to Old Bay. It'll yeah, come back to me. Wait till we got the origin story. What? I mean, when I typed this up, I had the origin story. No, I don't remember. Yeah, because you didn't even remember you were the one leading today. Right. So looking at me. Looking at you like, so you ready? <laughs> so I was um, looking at her. She was looking <laughs> at me. <laughs> All right. So originally called the delicious brand shrimp and crab seasoning. Old Bay is a blend of herbs and spices. That's not the kernels. Um, <laughs> it's not his 11 herbs and spices. It's his, it's his own thing. You um, made it funny. I did. I tried. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> what movie? Oh, shit. I mean, oh, no, no. Yes. I have Come a on. scene in my head. Oh my gosh. It's no. it's at the end of a movie. Before there were post-credit scenes, there was this. Yes. yes. 
Yes, and I can see it. I made a funny. Te- uh, teenage uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Splinter. Oh, animatronic Splinter, to be specific. Yeah, it was oh. a little rough, but oh, it, it worked for me. <laughs> so, Old Bay's namesake is from the Old Bay Line, a boat line that carried passengers in the Chesapeake Bay. So in the 1900s, you could travel from Norfolk, Virginia to Baltimore, Maryland. Shout out to your hometown. No, not hometown, wow. but where you are. <laughs> well, not really my hometown. But... Yeah, but where you live. <laughs> not really your hometown. <laughs> so allegedly some of the ingredients may be celery salt, red black pepper, paprika, laurel leaves, mustard, and for a bit of surprise, cardamom, cloves, and ginger. Wikipedia says that these ingredients were listed in the original recipe. You're what? I thought that was surprised. I'm sure, I'm sure nowadays there's a little bit of MSG monosodium glutamate in there. <laughs> I was th- I think I was surprised by the ginger. Not at all. Not at all surprised. Mm. My mother-in-law and my husband's family in St. Lucia, they love to use ginger. They use ginger, cinnamon, and nutmeg on dang near everything. Okay. So I'm actually not surprised. Cool. So time for some history. Gustav Brunn, B-R-U-N-N, was a Jewish-German immigrant and the founder of the Baltimore Spice Company in 1939. Side note, World War II started in 1939, so he immigrated during a very turbulent time in Europe. So he he got out like (laughs) when he needed to get out, but he didn't just get out alone. Um, Mr. Brown may have started a wholesale spice and seasoning business in Wertham, Germany, when spices were in short supply after World War I. He then moved the company to Frankfurt, Germany due to the rise of the Nazi Nazi party. He was arrested during Kristallnacht or the Crystal Night on November 9th, 1930, 1938, and was sent to the Buchenwald concentration camp where he spent two weeks. Um, two weeks too long. Two weeks too long. Kristallnacht um, Crystal or Crystal Night was a two-day period, November 9th through 10th, um, and it's also known as the night of broken glass due to the pieces of glass that littered the streets after windows of Jewish owned stores, buildings and synagogues were broken. So again, he, he made some moves. Um, mm-hmm. Rune's son has shared that Gustav's wife paid a lot of money for him to be released and then got the hell out of Dodge with a spice grinder and their new American visas. Um, and apparently they had already applied for the American visas before Brun was arrested. So again, mm-hmm. they understood what was going on. And the time this kind of the timing didn't work out in the beginning. Um, they first landed in NYC and then moved to Baltimore, Maryland, where the Brun family had um where Brun had family. So his family, some of his family had already immigrated to the United States and they ended up in Maryland. Um, but you can learn more about Mr. Brun's um, story in Deborah Weiner's book on Middle Ground, A History of Jews in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I remember how I got to this story. <laughs> it was ah, because the origin. the origin. We I did another episode on um it wasn't Dr. it wasn't the um Coca-Cola, it wasn't the Pepsi one. 
it was something else and i got no it was the pepsi episode and i got stuck in a um, spiral because you know learning about the um all african-american team advertising team and how they went around the south and advertising and it talked about world war ii and then i fell down a rabbit hole and that's how i got got squirrely <laughs> that's how i got to old bay because i was like old bay is from maryland huh that, that yeah, makes perfect or like it makes I guess sense. I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. But I didn't understand its close ties to World War II mm-hmm. and the fact that um, Gustav Brun started his company in World War I, which it was again another war where modern day Germany was a part of. So. Oh, yeah. Germany was out here being a true blue. <laughs> Or both and, for different reasons, for different names, but they were they were part of it. Well, World War Two started brewing with how we ended World, World War One and the number of um concessions Germany had to make as the aggressor or the largest aggressor because they weren't the ones who started World War One at all. No. If I remember my history correctly, no, <laughs> but they were the they were the heaviestly impacted man being killed in Serbia, right? But we were friends with Serbia. I should say we Germany was friends with Serbia, and they were like, "Oh, Austria, you want to do that to them? Then we go, <laughs> we gonna handle you too." And then Germany mm-hmm. got handled. They did, yeah. and that whole thing like, even changed. After it that did. Like, like so Ottoman Empire went away. It's just so much. The Austro-Hungary Empire went away. Japan went from being a went from being an ally to an enemy after the concessions of World War mm-hmm. World War One. Like there were so many smaller countries that existed prior to World War One that are gone. Yeah. And it does teach us to remember it's not it's not just how you start the words, also how you end it. It's yeah, really, really, really. It's a point where you become a dick, and that's when you need to stop. <laughs> hey, hey, oh, oh. <laughs> um, so <laughs> what I was about to say was so inappropriate. I had to stop. <laughs> but, yeah. Hey, hey, oh, oh. I was ready to chant. Hey, can you believe the writer's strike is still going on? Why would these studios get these people their money? Anyway. Because they want the money. (laughs) Okay. All right. So back to (laughs) Baltimore. Uh, Apparently, what I learned, I learned, I went down another rabbit hole while researching this and learning more about Baltimore's Jewish community because I didn't know about that either. So Mm -hmm. um, that was really interesting read. But anyway, um, so... Again, you can learn more about Mr. Brune in um, the book on Middle Ground, A History of Jews in Baltimore. It's by Deborah Weiner. And then um, my guess is that Old Bay, as it is now known, stayed with the Brune family until about 1990 when McCormick and Co. bought the rights to the seasoning brand. So it stayed with the family a very long time. Are you serious? Mm Mm-hmm. Nineteen ninety. Old Bay, as we know it, is only thirty years old. Thirty-three. As we know it, yes. Under McCormick, yeah, but it had been around since about nineteen thirty-nine-ish. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
Um, <laughs> crazy, right? Bad. So, I was yesterday's years old when I found out that Old Bait is, isn't just a seasoning in the yellow can. I mean, I remember the Old Bait hot sauce of 2020, and I literally still have some of the Old Bait hot sauce from 2020, even though it's expired. Um, <laughs> it comes in other iterations. And fun fact about the Old Bait hot sauce, it sold out so fast, it crashed the Old Bay website. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that came out and they were like, like it was too popular we ain't doing this no more basically wow. um so old bay is also a seasoning for crab cakes salmon patties which you've done an episode on tuna tartar sauce cocktail sauce and seafood batter mix mix um you can also try old bay seasoning mixes that it can include garlic lemon and brown sugar and I'm just like, I don't know if I don't, if I want to change that iconic taste to try something different. Yeah, no. <laughs> if I want lemon pepper, I'll go buy lemon pepper. Right. And then the brown sugar, I was just like, I don't, I don't know. I like, know. Brown sugar, Old Bay. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. So, yeah. Old, of course, Old Bay has had other successful collabs in its lifetime. There was the Uts Crab Chips that Amber mentioned. <laughs> hey, um, and because the Uts Crab Chips did well, hers, H-E-R-R, yes, and Lay's also produced a version of it. Um, all three use Old Bay seasoning. And, oh, then, yeah, and then Subway uses seasoning in their seafood and crab salad. Oh. Mm-hmm. And okay. the rumor is that Old Bay is still a staple in Subway. Like they still oh. use it for whatever they use it for. I haven't eaten in Subway in so long. I don't know. Yeah. But so it's like it felt like for a very long time to me, Old Bay was kind of like a Chesapeake classic, like a thing that's just happened here. But it is bigger and far-reaching. There are a museum. There is a museum in Baltimore dedicated to Old Bay. Really? Mm-hmm. People have it. tattoos of crabs no. with the Old Bay logo in there. And I wouldn't have believed it if I hadn't seen it. Too far. People are dedicated to this. <laughs> it reminds me, was it? I think it was in like Russia or something. It was like if you had a Domino's tattoo, you got free pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they eventually reneged on it, allegedly, supposedly. Makes sense. Yeah, seriously. So, Amber, beyond the crab chips, what else do you like to put Obey seasoning on? That's about it. Because um, I use, I don't fry fish very often, but I don't season my fish with Obey. So, like, really, just, just the crab chips. And I was the same. Like when I read more and more about Old Bay, I was just like, it's not just for crabs. Like, like you're, you can do this for other things. It's not just like a like a crab shrimp oh combination. God. Like it just happened to get on the corn because you did a seafood boil. No, it's it's other purposes. You do some elote and put some Old Bay on there. I was just sitting here like fascinated by this. <laughs> and so that leads us to what dad can't have mm. so what can't he have today I'm well guessing yeah crab cakes there we go since we well no i did it i went a little broader because you know i was feeling petty um he can't have a seafood boil okay 
and I mean a good seafood boil, the one that comes with red potatoes, sliced sausages, and corn. When you say comes with, with, do you mean you're buying a prepared thing, or you're going to pick all those up? Going to pick all those up, or you're going to okay. a restaurant that has seafood gotcha. boils. Like, okay. like they legit like plan this out, thought about mm-hmm. it. It's not just crabs on the front porch. You know, this is a whole right. boil. You know. Um, and it comes with the sea, Old Bay seasoning, of course, but you also have your melted butter mm-hmm. or your butter garlic mix if you fancy. That's mm-hmm. what he can't have. Can't have a good old fashioned um, seafood boil. Mm-mm. I think it's almost crawfish season. So. I saw some at Wegmans and I was like, is it crawfish season? <laughs> I think so. They were frozen and I was like, but that's. Yeah, okay, then it could be that it was frozen. Now I gotta check. (laughs) It's like, wait a minute. When is crawfish season? Because it depends on um, where you are. Um, That's true. November to July. So not quite. Yeah, it is. It is. It is definitely that time. Louisiana Um, crawfish season is from March to June. So yeah. Could be that uh, could be just that to cool. probably the crawfish i saw most likely could have just been from new orleans frozen and sent over or it could be fresh from someplace else crawfish are an invasive species that you can find in places other than louisiana too um, really i watched this oh yeah um they there was this oh man it was a a special about it and they showed how like it had invaded like invaded, taken over, affected the ecosystem of this one pond, I think in like Ohio or something. Hmm. Yeah, they could be a very invasive species. I never would have thought that, honestly. I honestly thought they were just kind of native to Louisiana, which I know was wrong, but it's <laughs> what I thought. Mm-hmm. But that kind of reminds me of lobsters, like Shane just recently found out that lobsters are basically cockroaches of the sea, and I was just like, yeah. (laughs) And people be mad excited about eating that cockroach, too. I was like, there was a, like, I was like, in early days in the United States, like, in Maine and Vermont, like, people literally went, protested because they were only being fed lobster. Prisoners used to be fed lobster. Mm -hmm. It was easily accessible and you could catch it and it was usually probably probably considered a byproduct of fishing because of their grace aggressive nature when they see a um food they would like to eat or bait they would like to eat so yeah so yeah Um, it's it's fascinating how the things that we now pay lots and lots of money for when you think about it hmm not really right it's (laughs) non-problematic just a few years ago yeah so back to seafood boils (laughs) seafood seafood boils can be an amazing and messy experience which i think is kind of part of the fun um so if you're going to make a seafood boil you're going to need a big pot some people have a dedicated pot for seafood boils and um i appreciate those people because they make awesome seafood boils i'm i'm not going to question it i'm just going to sit down at the table um (laughs) Um, Shane's cousin, Eric, he does an amazing seafood boil and he's a Maryland native. So it makes sense. He literally just cooks in the backyard, 
-hmm. and then they cover a table full of parchment paper and they just pour out the pot onto the table and you just sit down you enjoy me of um was it made i don't know if you had to call it an act i guess it would be the second act of um it's the christmas party for um um um, lord when julia roberts is the diabetic daughter i know exactly what you're talking about that movie True. And they actually show them having a, a still magnolias. <laughs> yep, and um, yep, the Christmas scene is still magnolias, where they're at like a fair or something, and someone throws out some, um, you know, they like empty it out and they're like putting it in people's baskets or whatever, and they're eating. It mm-hmm. looks like crawfish. Pretty sure it's crawfish. And I think you're weirder if you call it crayfish. It's crawfish. Oh, that's I thought those are two different. Fi- I need to do some research. <laughs> the same crawl I didn't know they were the same fish versus crayfish I'm pretty sure hmm. they're the same thing yeah crawfish crayfish and crawdads they're all the same thing and it just pretty much depends on where you live where people from Louisiana call it crawfish whereas northerners tend to call it crayfish and people from the west tend to call them crawdads that's an interesting thing. Yeah. But hmm. they're all the same thing, which is basically not anything I can eat. So you go oh. ahead and enjoy yourself. Unfortunately. But yeah, um, my favorite part of the seafood boil is always the small bread potatoes. And then second comes a sausage. And after that comes all the seafood. I I just love potatoes and I love sausage. I, put them together. I'm happy. Um <laughs> If you're not keen on cooking and then cleaning up after seafood boil because you're literally at a table and things get everywhere, um, you can go to a restaurant that sells seafood boils. And um, those places are, we have a couple around here that are pretty good. Yeah, but it's not the It's not the same thing. It's not. Um, But no matter how you do this, just remember that you can't take our dad with you. He can't be at the table. He can't take it to the restaurant. Nope, he cannot participate. <laughs> no. Not so it's kind of a short episode, but I thought Old Bay it's needed cool, it. I'm struggling. You're struggling. <laughs> you keep my eyes open. You're so tired. <laughs> but Old Bay does deserve its own episode. And yeah. it was so much I learned about Old Bay. And I was just like, man gonna um hold this up into higher scene for now on because this this was it took a lot for old bay to get here you know yeah old bay <laughs> definitely went through some things yeah to get here things. so appreciate that right. did not just pop up one day it was not just a good idea the good right. idea had to travel it traveled very far and it went through two world wars to get here that's right. crazy um yeah. i just didn't think about it um but yeah so that was today's episode we learned about old bay we talked about seafood as well (laughs) we now know that the name of old bay comes from a passenger ship that used to take people from norfolk to baltimore maryland which is not a trip you can take anymore Mm -mm. and um yeah i'm you know just a really really cool history um you can catch us on the socials at stuff our dad can't have podcast on instagram 
And you can also email us at stuffourdadcanthave at gmail.com. And you can catch us on Facebook as well, Stuff Our Dad Can't Have. You got anything else, Amber? Nah. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you uh, enjoy some seafood. <laughs> Adi 5000. Peace. Bye.